I'm Zach. And I'm Michelle. And this is a Couple Games Gaming Podcast. We're back from a, you know, two-month hiatus, and we are excited to talk about all the games that we have been playing and what we've been up to. And we're back. We're going to dive in to what we've been up to, why we haven't been recording. Why haven't we been recording? Because we always want to play games, and so then there's no time to record. And we were also out of town for like three or four weeks in a row, so that was kind of crazy towards the end of February. Yeah, we had a lot of travel weekends and... Just, we never really record on weekdays. It's usually the weekend. And I think you hit the nail on the head. We we like to play the games. And that's why, uh, instead of talk about them, I guess. But traveling did allow us to play with some friends that we normally don't play with and some games we normally don't play. Yeah, it's true. So we played Quacks of Quedlinburg in high society with some of our friends that live up in Colorado. Yeah, David and Kelsey. Yeah, we uh, we went to go visit them over spring break travels uh, with our, with our two boys. And that was an adventure in itself. Such an adventure. It was Owen's first time flying, which he's only not even a year and a half. And Easton was his second time, and he was he was fine most of the time except on the way back, but... Yeah, but overall, it was really fun, and we got to play some games every night while we were up there. Yeah. We played Marvel Remix, too. We did. We played Marvel Remix, and then we all got food poisoning. Well, besides me. Besides you. You're the lucky one. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I really don't. It's crazy. But yeah, all the adults were really sick on the last night, and besides me, and I was like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't know how this happened. But it was quick. It was like, what, six hours and done kind of thing? Yeah. It was very yeah, fast. Yeah, it was very, wasn't like last time where it was like 12 hours and then I was out of commission for another 24. But Yeah, it's really short-lived, but in rough, but short-lived. And then, I don't know. I don't, I really don't. It's crazy how, I swear we all eat the same thing, but not the point of this podcast. No, <laughs> no. But we, like Michelle said, we got to play Quacks Quedlinburg, which if you've heard us talk before... It's a really fun game. We sent it to them as a housewarming gift. Uh, we kind of all played it together as a group with another group of friends. And we got that for them as a housewarming gift. So everybody that buys a house, well, that's just our housewarming gift for them. It's Quacks of Quedlinburg. We did a board game. <laughs> <laughs> but, and so that was fun. And then we played High Society, which we normally don't get to play. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, High Society is a auction-style board game where you need at least three people to play. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to bid for certain cards that are worth anywhere from one to ten points. Mm -hmm. And you're bidding with cards that are in certain, like, money intervals. Um, And what's interesting about this game is, like, you can't make change. So, like, if you're if you're spending, you know, twenty five thousand dollars, and you only want to spend twenty two, well, then that sorry, like you're out of luck. Like you just if you only have a twenty and you only have a five, that's what you're spending. 
you have to physically have the 2,000 card if you want those in-betweens, which sometimes that's not possible because you only get, like, one of each. Yeah, and there are, there are also some negative cards um, that you bid to not take. So it's kind of like a reverse. Whoever bids the least, they don't have to pay, but they take the negative card, and then all the other players take, uh, you know, have to pay. And so that's really interesting. And then if you're the person that spent the most money at the end of the game, you're automatically out. You don't get to calculate your score. So that was really cool. Um, Kelsey and David never played it before, and it was funny because Kelsey kept saying she didn't really get it, you know. And But I, when it came down to the last turn, she won something, and I was like, oh, she may she may win this game. She I think she has the most points. And then I think you and David had spent the most money Mm-hmm. And so y'all were out, and then it came down to me and Kelsey, and I think I only won by, like, a point or two. Yeah, it was really close yeah. the end between y'all. So, but that was cool. And then Marvel Remix, you know, before we got sick, I think Kelsey had gone to bed because she wasn't feeling well. Then that was, like, the first sign, and then we played two games with David of Marvel Remix, and that's one where you're trying to build the best hand. I like to think of it as you're building the best, like, story or comic book or movie because you have to have a villain and you have to have a good guy, at least one in your hand. And then, you know, the cards kind of play off each other. Like if you have Thor, you know, he's a lot better if you can get Mjolnir, his hammer, or stuff like that. Yeah, you're trying to go for certain combinations and trying to kind of like max out your number of points with your combinations to get the best hand. Yeah, and it's very quick. Like I said, we played two games because we we played it with Dave and it was over, I think, in like 15 minutes or something. Yeah, the first round, the first time we played it went really fast. The yeah. second time it took a little bit longer. took a little bit longer. But, but yeah, those were the games we played in Colorado with our friends. And then what else have we been up to? We had our, well, I feel like the beginning of February and like late January, like, Everyone kind of went through their, like, you know, sickness, colds, you know, the kid ear infections. I got the stomach bug or whatever. When was that? That was right after, wasn't it right after Mardi Gras? Or am I crazy? No. Definitely wasn't. Oh. That was when Owen had hand, foot, mouth. That's right. That wasn't any of us, though. It's all together. Pretty sure that for you, that was, like, back in January. Which, I mean, but we haven't recorded since January 17th. So. That's true. So we had some sickness going on, too, Yeah. before all the travel started, thankfully. Although we still had sickness kind of mixed in the travel. Yeah, a little accident. bit, you know. But anyway, it was a short one-night trip. So yeah. Both of those other ones were only one night, so they were very short. We went to Shreveport for Mardi Gras. And Tulsa. And Tulsa, yeah. Yeah, we went to Tulsa. One night. We didn't play any board games up in Tulsa, sadly. I brought some, but we were just go, 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 um, visiting our friends. And we went to this cool, it's like adult night at the aquarium. So you bought tickets to this thing, you went, and it was, um, they had just beer vendors, they had food vendors, they everything, but everything was including your ticket price. So you're just going around sampling a bunch of food and beer and things like that. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... We played charades. 
We did. We did play charades. You're right. That was, it had been a minute. That was fun. And then all the guys played um, Gears of War, which is a Xbox game. And so that was, you know, hmm. it was fun. I don't know. Not your cup of tea, but it's a shoot 'em up type game. I think I had already, I went to bed. Went to bed early because I wasn't feeling good that night. My stomach was hurting after all that. Yeah, that night you got sick. So just sickness. Just not, yeah. All around. But, but we've also been watching some shows. Uh, yeah, what have we, what have we been watching? Well, Ted Lasso came back. You're right, yeah, we did start Ted Lasso last week. Um, that was always so good. Yeah, and that's, so it comes out on Wednesday nights, along with The Mandalorian, which I've been watching, and that's been good, along with The Bad Batch, which is, you know, it's, it's not bad, and then the... How I Met Your Father. Father. They all come out on Wednesdays. It's a popular night. But why? I don't know, midweek, you know? Yes. Just just got all the shows on one night, so we spread it out. I mean, we watch Ted Lasso, and usually, well, that's because Ted Lasso just came back. Mm-hmm. Usually, we only watched How I Met Your Father. On Wednesdays. Now, we've kind of been doing How I Met Your Father on Thursdays. Have they? Or no, we, have, we, we have. have. We have. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. And we haven't jumped on the the Last of Us train. (laughs) Michelle made a face. I don't know. I'm not interested in even trying it. I don't know. I know. It doesn't seem like your type of show. I really want to watch it, though, just because I've heard such good things about the video game. And now the show, everybody talks about the show and how good it is. And I was like, man, I want to watch it. But I don't have time. Like, I don't know. What what is it on? Like, what? HBO. Oh, it's on HBO. Okay. Yeah. So this is how little I know about it. I don't even know where to find it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not because you weren't super into Walking Dead, which it's not a zombie no. show, but it's it's similar. It's similar to that. But anyways, neither here nor there. But I've, um, just been finishing up The Bachelor. And there's been something else on Netflix that I thought we. We watched. We talked about that. Last we watched some like movies. Oh yeah, we watched that um, Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon movie. Yeah. Like something side, the other side, or what was it? Was something? Wasn't it something side? I think you're thinking about the other movie that we watched the other day. But that the Look Both Ways uh, movie. You're right. Look Both Ways was about. It was, it was like if she had had two different lives, like what yeah, would have happened if she, you know. So this chick, you know, the her senior year, she sleeps with this dude. It's like and her, friend, her really good friend. Yeah, they're really good friends, but they sleep together. Well, this one time, apparently. And then it kind of shows both sides. Like she takes a pregnancy test and it shows not pregnant. And then on the other side it shows she's pregnant and it shows you how her life would have gone. Interesting, interesting things. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. It was definitely like a... Chick flick. Yeah, like a filler movie. We don't really know what else to watch. Mm-hmm. We were typically playing a game while it was, like, on. Yeah, well, I think... In the background. We, yeah, what did we play that night? Um, let me check our list. We were probably playing Quadropolis. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah, I think we were playing Quadropolis both times. 
Well, we we were playing Quadropolis, and I think one night we didn't want to play anything. We just sat and watched the rest of it. Oh, you're right, and we were finishing it, yeah. Yeah. So, so Quadropolis, that's a new one to our list. Yeah, you're, you're like building a city, and it's a grid-style game, tile-laying, grid, certain combinations of certain tiles, get you certain points. How do you get the tiles? Oh, yeah, you have your... Um, you have these like tokens that say one through four. You have four of them, like one, two, three, four. And you lay them down on the grid. And then like if it's a one, you get the tile that's on the first column or row, depending on where you put it. Because you could put it on the, you could put it horizontally or vertically. So it could be the first tile in the first row or it could be the second tile in the first row. No, no, no. First tile in the second row. And then all of this is the same for the columns too. So it's cool because the way you get your tile is just like a very different mechanism of a board game. Like we don't have any other games where you do this. Right. And you only get to use the one once each round. And then you have to do the two, the three, the four. You do not have to go in that order though. You can go in whatever order you want based on whatever tiles are randomly laid out there in the grid. Am I explaining that right? No, you're doing a good job. And whenever you take a tile, you put, they call it the urbanist. It's like this little black pond where the tile was. And whoever's next, they can't point their little worker tile that takes tiles at that. So it's kind of like a block Yeah, spot. you kind of block. Each round where you can't go to a certain spot. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, adds another little layer of strategy. Yeah, and we've we were playing, this is, it's not a new game. I think it came out in like 2015, which... I know that's only eight years old, but in board game terms, that's pretty old. Um, but we were playing the family version. We've played the family version twice. You can flip all your little workers over, and you flip the board over, and there's an advanced side, which adds a little wrinkle because instead of having your own set of workers, everyone shares workers. So Michelle said you could only use the one you know, once per round, well, in the advanced mode, you can use, as as long as there's a one tile available, you can take it. And so you can use a one twice if you want. It just means the other person isn't using the one that round. Right. So that's cool. I want to try it. Um, how do you like Quadropolis? I like it. Yeah. I mean, that was a good addition. Yeah, I like one. it too. I think we got it in trade or something. Yeah, we so. have a little like spring cleaning stacked board games at the moment yeah trying to sell them off make room for the stuff that just came in but we also had a little board game day with matt and sarah oh yeah that was like before all the troubles did y'all what did you and sarah get to play that day my gosh i don't remember this was so this feels it was it was a month ago if not more than it was more than a month ago um, I know one game we all played together. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think that there was anything that just us played because it was still hard with all of the kids. All the boys. Um, <laughs> we had to strategically use nap time very, very well. Yeah, as soon as we had both little ones down, it was like, all right, let's put a movie on for Easton. Let's go, go, go. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yep. That was fun. We played Planet Unknown with them. Okay, yep, that's right. And we played Space Base. Yes, and I think we've talked about Planet Unknown. It's the one where it's 
it's Tetris style game where there's a lazy Susan. You're going up tracks. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Space Space is one that we hadn't played, nor do we own. I think I owned it at one point, and then we were just, we had so many new games at the time. I said, hey, are, do you ever want to play this? And you said, no. And so we got rid of it. But it's really cool because you roll dice on your turn and you can trigger either both dice or the sum of them on your little spaceship board. You have numbers and on these numbers you have abilities that are associated with them. And you basically buy upgrade cards that upgrade those numbers. So you're betting on what number is going to be rolled. And then on other players' turns you look at the other side of your board and you trigger you trigger the numbers, but it's a different ability than what it would be if it was your turn. So how did you like Space Space? I liked it. I just feel like it took me a while to catch on to what was happening. Yeah. But once I caught on, I think I liked it. I almost need to play it another, like one more time. Yeah. To really have a good opinion on it. Um. I just feel like there was a lot. It's a fast-paced game, which I do like that part. Um, trying to think. It was just... There was a lot going on, and I feel like I just really need to play it again to know. Like, if someone asked me, can you explain it? I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I could not explain how to. Like, I could not teach it. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the boys was, I think Collier was getting up at this point. Um, but I could be wrong. Like, I think one of the boys was stirring because I remember Matt and Sarah kind of... Mm-hmm. Back and forth. Well, we, yeah. had, we had already played Planet Unknown. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, did you feel... So, in this... Sorry, I hate bouncing back back and forth between games. Did you... How did you feel Planet Unknown with more than two people? Uh, I think it's a little more challenging. Yeah. Um. Because the... Tiles you want more likely to get taken. That's uh, true. So you have to plan a little bit better. I had way more holes in my planet than I normally do, so I'm not really sure like what I what I did wrong there. But I just remember I had so many holes, so many incomplete rows, and I, I was thinking to myself, normally when I would play just us, I I didn't have that issue. Like I was able to fill it in better. Well, there's also more time or more turns in between you picking the tile, the exact tile you want. Because mm. in Planet Unknown, if it's your turn, and I put that in quotes because you always do something on somebody's turn, you pick the tile that you want, and then everybody else, you turn the little Lazy Susan, and then everybody else has to pick a tile that's in front of them based on the Lazy Susan. And so, yeah, so it's less... Because you were having to wait more. I think that might have done something with that. But what else? What else? I finally got to play War Chest with Matt, which is a game. I don't know if I got this one on trade or if I bought it off eBay or what. But it's a game that's it's similar to chess in a way. It's kind of like in that Onitama, Santorini type deal. But it's back building. And basically you're drawing these like, they feel like poker chips, like nice chunky poker chips out of a bag. 
and that determines what units you can, basically what actions you can do per your turn. There are a bunch of different types of units. There's like footmen, archers, cavalry, and they all do different things. And you only play with four of them each game. So you're controlling four, the other person's controlling a different four. You're drawing chips out of the bag, you're putting them out on the board. And basically the goal of the game is to take a certain number of spots. I think it's five, I could be wrong. You can also play it in 2v2. Obviously, we, we didn't do that just because, you know, with the, the girls mainly watching the boys and the I don't think y'all are very interested in the war chess game. No, it did look interesting. It just I it it also didn't look like something I necessarily wanted to play, but it had like a good little look with all those tokens and everything. It looked like like a fancy checkers almost. Like yeah. it just had that look to it, but but, but way like fancier. I don't know. Yeah. Way, I don't know. It's really cool Compared too because to the the box is like a, it looks like a little chest and it's magnetic and very themed, like way yeah. more themed than checkers. That's the better word. Yeah, not fancy, but like it's just very themed, very. Yeah, everything went together really well. Yeah, and so it was really cool. And I got in this game, and it's been on me and Matt's like two playlist for a while, probably at least six months. And he had for Christmas, he had gotten me the expansions, but this was the first time we saw each other since Christmas was this game day. Um, we anyways. opened Christmas presents. Yeah, we opened Christmas presents that day. We, somebody was sick at actual, like, Christmas. Yeah. When we were going to do Christmas with them, so I don't know. And then January, I guess, was just super... Super busy. Busy for them. I, don't, I think we, we were open. They were they were like, oh, we're not. Like, oh, okay. Wait yeah. until February. <laughs> Um, but it was fine. Then we saw them like last weekend too. Yeah, we went and hung out at a the truck yard, which is cool. Which I feel like that truck yard is different from the one in Dallas. I told you this. It's like yeah, it's the it's the family one. I know. It's just well, the The truck. The one in Dallas has its name because it's it's a bar that's surrounded by food trucks. And that's like the... It's pretty small compared to the one we went to. Yeah, the one we went to is enormous. And I feel like they're... Well, I didn't see any food trucks because I was chasing the boys. There were at least four. Okay, so you went and found some food trucks. Okay. There were four, like, I didn't know if it was... I was like, maybe it just... It's its its own restaurant. And it looked like there were Mm -hmm. restaurants within the truck yard. So I was like, I don't know what's happening. It was indoor areas or outdoor areas. Yeah. Um, they had at least, they had four food trucks. It looked like there was a spot for a couple more, but we were there on a Sunday afternoon. So maybe they just don't want to have as many or something. Um, but yeah, I know. I feel like the Dallas one is like where you go. I don't know. Before kids. And then you go to the colony when when you have kids. Cause they had like a sand pit and like, you know, kids could play and run around and it's all like fenced in. So you're not worried about anyone like escaping. Yeah. You just run around and be loud and it's fine and Yeah, which that's fine. But I wanna say we were playing in the sand pit and these, you know, kids walk up and they're they're a little bit older than our boys, but they're not that much older, you know? I don't know. 
but their parents were nowhere near. I'm like, who are these children? And why are we stuck babysitting them? They were a little rough, yeah. They were. They were, like, throwing sand and stuff. And it's like, come on, man. But. You know. We left not long after that and went to this cool pizza place that also had a playground. Fantastic place. It was like, whoever thought of pizza on a playground? It was, like, freezing, though. Yeah, it got really cold. We had to. We had to come in. It's been so cold lately. I'm like, man, we're spring. Still well, the groundhog saw a shadow, babe. I know. Like, it's going to be like 32 in the morning. Like, I'm over this. Ready for, like, just looking at swimsuits. I'm just ready to, for warm <laughs> weather. I'm ready for summer. I'm tired of wearing sweatshirts all the time. Yeah. I know. I feel you. There's, I was on spring break this week, and it was nice at the beginning of the week because it was, like, 60, 70s. You know, it was it wasn't hot, it wasn't cold. I got to walk our dogs for once because <laughs> our poor dogs they never get walked anymore. walked anymore since we've had children. And so I was like, I'm gonna walk the dogs because I used to walk them every day. Da, da, you know, and then two days in, the temperature drops. And I'm like, all right, sorry dogs, you know, y'all got to. Walk. And then it poured down rain for like all. That's true too. There was one day it rained the whole day Wednesday Thursday. Yeah. We took them on Friday again. But, but yeah. We're all over the place. We are all over the place. But our game day with Matt and Sarah, I got to play Dune Imperium, which I've also played a little bit solo because a new expansion came out for it that I got. And so I was playing with that. Matt and I played it. I don't think he had played it since we played it four player. Uh, all four of us, me, you, Matt, and Sarah. Matt really liked it. I really liked it. I let Matt borrow it, but I don't think they got to play. Hmm. And then they returned it to us this the weekend that we went and saw them at the truck yard. So, but, but yeah, that was fun. We also played a new game. Did I think we got this one for Christmas, but I we played it twice. It's Trekking the World. Yeah. And this one, the, this is just the two of us played. But how would you describe Trekking the World? Trekking the World kind of gives vibes of, no, I don't know. I was going to say Ticket to Ride, but it's definitely like a step up. There's a little more layers to it than Ticket to Ride. And maybe I'm just thinking of it because of the map. Uh, But it's a map of the world. So you are traveling around either going on tours or what's the difference between a tour and a journey? There's like journeys too or something. You know? Am I crazy? No, you're not. Um, well, you're collecting the tours for points, but then there's other... In the journey, like the little notebook thing at the top where it lets you do a special ability? Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. And you're you're moving by the cards you have in your hand. It's like how you move. But it's also... What else do you use the cards for? That's what I'm blanking on. It's also... It's also how you do tours. Okay. I was going to say... Because each tour has like a certain combination mm-hmm. of cards. And so you need those cards in your hand to like cash in to get your tour. Or to go on your tour. Yeah. But you have to move at the beginning of your turn if you can. Which yeah. means you have to get rid of a card. Which is hard. Because then you need it. For the tour, so you have to figure out a way to collect it again, but still move to a certain spot on the board where you're taking this tour. So there's a lot of planning involved in this game. 
Which makes sense, because if you're, you know, traveling the world, you yeah. should be planning. Yeah, you probably have a plan, you know. But yeah. I like it, and it's really pretty. It's really cute. It's very colorful. I like the little suitcases that you keep up. You keep track of the... Because there's, like, those artifacts. Oh, souvenirs. They go in your suitcase. And you, you're supposed to, like, get the most of each certain type, and there's four types. And when you get... To a certain number of them, you, like, get the token. But it can be stolen from you, so you got to make sure you have more than your opponents. That's right. To maintain the token of highest type of souvenir. Yeah, so... Really a good one. Yeah, and there's there's little things on the map where if you take the last cube or souvenir from a continent, then you get the little map token, so there's timing of things you don't just want to just grab up cubes because then somebody might sweep in and grab a few extra points and then the game ends i think when somebody has like five tours or six tours or something like that it was really cool it's very light um it's light but not i haven't played this is the second game in like a series of there was trekking the national parks which i think is it's very similar to ticket to ride a lot of people say it's it's almost Ticket to Ride. Then he came out with this game, Trekking the World, which adds a little layer. And then Trekking Through History is the newest one. And a lot of people say that basically the games have gotten better. It's like Trekking National Parks was okay. Trekking the World was pretty good. And then Trekking Through History is like the good one right now. But it it's very new. Yeah, I think it delivered... It was like a Kickstarter, and it delivered in, like, December or something. So, but that's cool. Want to check out. We also played Santa Monica the other night. Yes, Santa Monica is, like, our traditional spring break game, summertime game. I don't know. It's kind of a seasonal one for us. I feel like we don't play it any other time of year. Yeah, I know, which I get why we don't, because you're, you're kind of, like, a seasonal person. You, like, you don't want to do... Christmas things in July, which is fine. You know, that's normal. Um, and this is a one where you're building a beachfront. But it's, I really like this game. And I, I don't like that we only, we've played it four times, I think is what I logged the other day. And, and we've like, had it almost three years. Yeah, we've had it almost three years. It's kind of sad. We might have gotten it in 21. I think we got it in 21. So we've played it two times per year. But it's a really light game, and it's not a long one, you know. Yeah, it's no, it's really good. You're you're building your own beachfront boardwalk, and every card you lay down on your boardwalk triggers an action. Whether that action might be taking people, there's like you, there's little people like tourists and locals that can move to certain cards. Um, Sometimes you're trying to move them to certain spots on the beach for a certain amount of points. Um, it's really, it's good like combination games. So you're just trying to build combinations of things. And, and there's a lot of symbolism in this game. So certain symbols that when they're next to each other or like on top or underneath each other, you get more points for them yeah. in the overall in game. And we actually tied on this last time that we played. It was crazy. Like we've never tied this game. And then it came down to these sand dollars, if whoever had the most sand dollars. And sand dollars are like the currency, the money of the game. But 
yeah, I really like it. The the getting because you're you're trying to get the best cards that fit your kind of strategy, but you're also trying to get people in certain activities. Like I had a cornhole spot on my beachfront, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I love cornhole. You know, there's like volleyball, kite flying, things like that, and they can only hold a certain number of people, which you don't want to have extra people on your beach because they're worth negative points. If they don't have somewhere to go, that's, you know, that looks bad on your beach. It's really cool, too, because I don't know, it's thematic because you need a certain number of people to play cornhole or volleyball, whatever. I had a shark card, like my, I had a shark on my ocean, and I couldn't have people on any of the adjacent cards. So I couldn't have anybody on that card or adjacent to it or else I would lose points because you don't want, you know, people swimming with the sharks. Makes sense? Yeah. I, I, I've, last time we played it, I had that card too. I remember seeing it before. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, that was Santa Monica. I played Marvel Champions with Brady the other night on a tabletop simulator. So every every so often... Me, him, and maybe Tanner get on there. You know, we play through a scenario or something. We started a campaign, so hopefully we'll get a little bit more consistent. But, you know, campaigns are five five games, so we'll see how it goes. I didn't realize that y'all did them. Yeah, it's, I mean, we only, we played the first mission, and then you get, like, a bonus for completing the first mission, and then you go on to the second mission, and hmm. so on and so forth. But, but yeah, Marvel Champions. We played a new to us game last night called Istanbul. Yeah, Istanbul, I've seen it around for a long time. So it's not a new new game. Uh just new for us. And there are a lot of these like th- thicker tile cards that are the actual board. So it's very random and different every time because they could be laid out in a different order. We just played the We played like the the intro game. The big, yeah, what they It recommend. tells you where to put them. Mm-hmm. And then your, I like that your workers are like a stack of tokens, and then you move to certain locations, and you have to like leave a worker, leave a token at that location. And so eventually you either have to come back and pick it up, like return to that location or you have to go to a different special card, which like lets you collect everybody again and then you can go on your way, um, which it's not too hard because you can only move two spaces at, at a time on any given turn. So you're not going to get like crazy far from your token you dropped off. You just have to plan ahead as far as like, okay, well, if I go here and do this and you need to go there and do that and then I need to come back and pick up my person if I need to, you know. So you're just trying to plan and be efficient with your turns. And we're trying to do. You're trying to. How do you? You're trying to get rubies. You have to get six rubies to win. Mm -hmm. The same rubies that are in quacks. And I'm pretty sure, like some other. Yeah. Ryan Lockett games we have, or whatever. Ryan Lockett. Yeah. Lockett. He had it right the first time. Okay. That's like something. There's there's games of his that have rubies too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right. Um, so Istanbul, I think it came out in 2014. It's been, when we first started getting into games, it was one that I had my eye on and I heard good things about. And I just never, 
it's just always on the outside of, I gotta have it. And then I think the game casters talked about it as being like an essential. And it kind of renewed like, you know, I kind of, I want to, Natalie especially on the game casters loves it. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to look at it. And I started looking and you could find it at pretty reasonable. And when I was looking, I was like, people talked about how they really like the expansion too, or one of the expansions. And so I was like, well, I wonder if I can get like both. And so I found a, a used copy that had the first expansion in it and everything. And so I got that. We just played the base game. We haven't played with the expansion. We've only played one time. I really liked it. I thought it was, I'm like, man, I wish we would have had this longer. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's just something funny I saw. Oh, on Instagram. Michelle's over there scrolling. Well, I meant to look up what game we were talking about next, and then I got distracted. And then I was like, oh, this has totally happened. It came into bed last night at 4.30 for the next year. Yeah. You have to say what it is. You have to say it's good morning to everyone except my toddler who came into my bed last night at 4.30 a.m. and for the next two hours tumbled around like he was trapped in a dryer. <laughs> it's so true, though. Never a good start to the day. No, which is often a start to our day. But, but yeah, those are the those are the games. We, well, I really, like I said, like I said, I really like Istanbul. I won last night too, though. I don't know if that holds any merit to it, but you liked it? Yeah, I, I did. I definitely did. Yeah. I want to play it again, kind of figure out what I'm doing. I was only one gem behind you. You were? Yeah, I caught five, or I got five when you got six, so. Yeah. You yeah, also just, fell asleep yeah. at the I table. I was so tired. I don't know. It's because of this, all the tea we keep drinking. It's, we're like playing. It's like, but it's like nighttime tea. And I make my move, and I look over, <laughs> and Michelle's, like, hands in her head, like, eyes shut. I'm like, really? It, it wasn't even 10 o'clock. It was 9. I don't know. We hadn't even been playing. Like, we've been playing maybe 30 minutes. I know, that. but we stayed up late the night before, and it's just. We did? Yeah, we did. I don't know what we were doing, but we did. We definitely did. I don't know. Anyways, but. Those are the games we've been playing. I played some um, Marvel United with Easton. I have a challenge to play. I don't know if we've been recording since there was a Kickstarter for Marvel United, like a new, you know, big box and everything they're coming out with. I uh, I made a challenge for myself, though, because I backed that one. So I made a challenge for myself. I need to play all the stuff that I haven't played out of Marvel United before that one arrived. So... That one's going pretty well. I got to play some of the games on spring break, and i also been playing with Easton. The only problem with Easton, he just likes to play against Loki. That's all he wants to play against, which the fun part of the game is to like change up the villain because that really changes up the game. But he's like, no, I want to play against Loki. You don't want to play against Green Goblin? No, I want to play against Loki. It's every time. So, which is fine. It's, he's playing a game. It's fun. But yeah. We'd like to thank everyone for joining us again. Yeah, even though we are inconsistent and kind of all over the place, we appreciate 
you guys coming in to listen to us talk about board games and what we've been up to, please make sure to like and subscribe if you want to keep hearing us chat about the games and what we've been up to. You can also follow us on Instagram at acouplegames.mz or you can feel free to email us at acouplegames2014 at gmail.com. And with that, we're going to bring this episode to a close. Until next time, I'm Zach. And I'm Michelle. And this has been A Couple Games. Mm-hmm.